what does a week in the life of a sales operations manager look like? So clearly I have my own company here, the Sales Ops Effect, but I also work full time as a head of sales operations at another company. So I want to walk through some of the things that you can be asked to do, things that you can automatically perform during a random week. Let's get into it. Welcome back to Sales Operations for Small Businesses. There's meetings. There are a lot of meetings. The higher up you get in an organization, I believe the more meetings that you end up being in simply because you have to look at things from a more strategic level. Um, some people may say you may be in too many meetings when you're um, in middle or lower levels of the hierarchy because it's to receive the information. But you'll be surprised the amount of times that people just feel like they need you in meetings just in case something gets dropped or you can pick up something. Um, and that's the result of not necessarily planning properly in the beginning. So you, if, if people are afraid, then you end up having a lot of people in meetings in the hope that somebody can grab something out of it and do something with it. So you can end up in a lot of meetings simply because of the position that you're in and the fact that you span a few different departments in some ways. So you're sitting, sitting in meetings, literally just waiting to hear something where you might actually have to be there to answer. There's that. Then there's job descriptions, for example. You can be involved and you should be involved really in aligning job descriptions to the actual role and to the expectations that are needed, particularly for the salespeople. You won't be involved in job descriptions for people in other departments, but people who run those departments might want to check in with you if some of the descriptions do involve interacting with sales. And so they want to make sure that it's in line with the the um, expectations entirely so you may be involved to uh, to write something or to edit uh, something there i don't be afraid by that there's lots of job descriptions online i would suggest that you look at them and then edit them as needed rather than trying to create something entirely from scratch because it's unnecessary the data the data when you have a client relationship management system, a CRM system, or what system it is that you use in order to be able to retain client data, you want to make sure that it can report on that data. This is a separate conversation that we will be going into because it gets so deep. Um, but with that, there'll be a lot of reports. There will be a lot of reports. And this actually is part of the reason why Depending on the size of your business, you may think you only need one sales ops person. No, you get to a point when there's so much stuff to do where you do actually need two people working in that department, even though it seems like you're in a small business because once sales operations as a separate entity, as a separate function is implemented in an organization, the organization realizes just how much sales ops is needed because before either everyone was doing what you were doing or no one was doing it. Random tangent. Okay, so data, you'll end up pulling a lot of reports and occasionally you'll be asked to analyze them. I would firmly suggest that you build in your own analysis timetable so that you give people information before they ask for it. Clearly, you should be asking people what they want. But if you wait, if you do not do the analysis before you're asked for it, what's going to happen is that by the time senior leadership team ask you for analysis, they'll ask, um, ask for it with like two days notice. And if you know you need more time to do analysis, then that's that's going to get really, really stressful really quickly because they're not necessarily aware of how much goes into creating a report and actually analyzing it. So once you get into the rhythm of what it is that people need, 
build in those analysis points yourself. Then there's obviously answering questions. You do spend a lot of time answering the exact same question. I would strongly recommend that you create um, self-help videos of you recording everything that you usually say and then having that available. And you're just going to have to send the same PowerPoint over and over and over and over again. And you think it's going to irritate people. That's not your problem. If you've already answered the thing and they haven't remembered, then they can watch the video. That will help them. Actually, people aren't usually irritated by that. They just don't remember that it's there. So main tip, if you're coming into a cell, if you're coming into an organization, clone yourself as soon as possible. Record yourself doing the um, your, your help training that you've got. On the line of reports and data, there's KPIs and performance. So that isn't just what's going on with the sales. It's how the individual salespeople are performing. And that is different. You want to be looking at it differently. So whatever system that you're using to monitor things, make sure you're building it with, I don't want to say as much detail as possible because that can sound overwhelming, but you do want to be able to separate things out into the specific account, the specific project, the specific deal that you're working on, who owns that, um, what kind of deal it is, what kind of categorizations you have. That becomes really, really important and things like that, because when you start doing performance analysis, because it's in relation to people's incentive plans, it's usually you that's doing it on your own and you end up having to send it to the sales manager to sign it off and you want to make sure your data is correct. So there's that there. Presentations. There are a few presentations that you're probably going to have to create. There's monthly business reviews. Um, if they're not in place, you probably want to get them in place because again, delivering something before you're being asked for it will help you with your own time management and it also really enforces the continual improvement that you want to make sure you implement throughout the whole organization you'd be surprised how quickly do pick it up if you maintain your position on continual improvement and you actually demonstrate it other departments will pick up and do it as well and then there's the project management and change management aspect of it communications is such a big part of sales operations it is something that I would recommend people get better at. I am not perfect at it. I believe I'm good at it and I am always trying to get better at it. Project management, on the other hand, is, is one of my more natural skill sets. Um, so communication and change management is something that is worth getting better at. Project management and change management. Project management in the sense of there are usually a lot of new projects that you're going to have to implement. It's either the connection between different departments in terms of technically you're going to have to be in involved in that, or it's different things like actually creating new pricing models and things like that. And rather than seeing those things as just stuff to do, if you treat them as individual projects, the chances of you being able to deliver on them is much, much, much higher, much, much higher. So I would strongly recommend if you think your organizational project management skills are a little bit sketchy, please, 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 please look up on that. There's there's several places where you can look up on it without having to get very deep, but it is worth refining those. Otherwise, this is going to be difficult. Just, just making that very, very clear. Um, and again, the change management changes more about the benefits realization. It's more about the managing people through the change, because depending on people's start point on whatever the situation is, where people we react, we react, we react emotionally to things and that's difficult and it can really hinder the project. So again, look up change management practices, look up ADCAR 
online and then learn a little bit about it. And then as you're going through your day to day, you'll be able to see how people react differently to certain situations and then learning how to communicate with them from where they are will really help to make sure your project actually succeeds. You get this thing implemented. You can teach people effectively and they're ready to listen to you. So that's not everything <laughs> that a head of sales or a head of sales ops or a sales ops manager does in a week. But that's just a few things that I can think of. There's so many things and it gets it gets really deep and it gets really wide. And it's it's I, I enjoy it very much. So if that's something that you um, think you might want to go into, then, you know, let me know because then I can have more videos on more videos, more podcasts, more shows on how to actually get into the industry. Um, because I didn't start off in it. I don't know many people that did start off in it because it only became really professionalized in the last 15 years or so. Uh, so if that's what you want, please let me know. Um, from whatever platform that you are listening to or watching this on, please like and subscribe so that I know this is something that you would like to know more about or add some comments and I'll read those as well. So thank you for uh, tuning into the show and I will see you next time.